welcome to the Wise Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Christina DeFranco, a yoga teacher, elite athlete, and anxious tornado turned mindful mover. We will be talking all things mindset and mental health to help you create breakthroughs to become your best and most authentic self. Welcome back to the Wise Mind Podcast. This is your host, Christina, here, and I am so glad that you are joining me for this week's episode. Today, we are going to be talking all about how to advocate for yourself. I'm a huge believer in self-advocacy, and truthfully, self-advocacy has been a huge part of my healing journey and what has really allowed me to develop as an individual and gain the necessary accommodations, support, and help that I needed to get myself to where I am today. And if you had have seen me at my first original day of diagnosis with a generalized anxiety disorder to the present time, our day today, you would see a huge difference and I have to attribute that so much to being able to advocate for myself. And as someone who's going into naturopathic college in the fall, I really truthfully come from the belief that you are the expert of your own body, your own mind, everything about you, no one, and I mean no one, knows better than yourself. So who better to advocate for yourself than you? And so it is so important to learn how to advocate for yourself so that you can get the help and support that you need when you need it. So what exactly is self-advocacy? For me, it's knowing yourself first. So you have to know yourself inside and out, know what you need, and then know how to get it, which can sometimes be the hardest part. You need to know yourself, know what you need, and know how to get it. It's really all about taking action and standing up for yourself So that you can live a life that is sacred to you. One that represents who you are. So why then is self-advocacy so important? If I haven't convinced you yet, it's so important because it creates a way of living that feels internally aligned. So you're not just wandering throughout the world, constantly confused, constantly lost, trying to figure things out. You're in full alignment from the inside out, from your soul radiating through your being so that you can connect to the things that are in the present moment in your current life. Because when you're out of alignment, you're not able to connect to those things that are happening right here and right now but when you can get the help you need when you can seek out what you truly desire to be your best self that will feel fully in alignment and it will allow you to live in the present moment so now that you know just how great self-advocacy is and why it is truly so important How exactly do we go about improving our self-advocacy skills or even starting from the basis if you've never really advocated for yourself before? I'm going to take you through my top five steps in order so that you can really start to gain control of your own life and how to advocate the best way for yourself. And please keep in mind 
that you must know yourself first. If you don't know what you want, then you can't advocate for yourself. So step number one is accept that you need help or you have to ask for more help. So wherever you are in your journey, whatever you want to advocate for yourself about, whether it's mental health, physical health, emotional well-being, a promotion, whatever it may be, you need to first accept that you need the help or you deserve that promotion or whatever it is. You need to make it clear that that's something you truly believe in to yourself because I will tell you right now, if you don't believe it, no one else will. Step number two is understand what exactly you need. And when I say this, I want you to become so clear. Get as much detail as you can so that you can clearly communicate the outcome that you desire. Because without that clear communication... No one else will know how to help us. So even though it might make sense in your own mind, you need to make sure it will make sense to someone else or you won't get the help that you want or you won't get that promotion that you want or whatever you are advocating for. So get super clear on what exactly in detail you want. It can even be really helpful to write this down with as much description as you possibly cl- as you possibly can. Step number 3 is to learn what help is available to you and who you need to reach out to. And so I'm really doing very general self-advocacy here, so please kind of try to tailor these steps to whatever you are currently trying to advocate for. But learn what help is available to you. So say, for example, you're really struggling um, with fatigue. So what help is available to you to help work through this issue of current exhaustion? Can you see a medical doctor? Can you see a naturopathic doctor? Can you go get a massage? Maybe you need more relaxation in your life. Maybe you need to sleep more. So hiring a cleaning person in your house so that you can have an extra two hours of sleep instead of cleaning every night, whatever it may be, learn what help is available to you and then who you need to reach out to. So maybe it's one of those doctors. Maybe you're going for a promotion so you need to reach out to the person who is one step higher than you that makes those kind of decisions. So really get clear not only from the last step on what you want or what you need, Begin to get clear on how you can get it, who you need to reach out to. And then step number four is work on when to ask for help. So it can be so great to know what you want, to know who you can get it from, where the help is available, but this kind of comes back to knowing yourself and knowing when to ask for help. So you need to have a certain level of self-determination before ever anyone will take your self-advocacy seriously. So let me say that again. You need to have a certain level of self-determination before anyone will take your self-advocacy seriously. 
if you literally try something for two seconds and then immediately seek out help, know who to reach out to and go to that person, they'll be less willing to help you because you never even tried in the first place. So get really clear on when is the right time to ask for help. And I don't want this to deter you from asking for help because please always ask for help. I think that's one of the things we have such a hard time doing, especially if you resonate as a perfectionist or as a type A personality or depending on whatever your inner narratives or self stories are, that can be something that's really hard for you is asking for help. So I do want you to ask for help, but just be mindful of always trying yourself first, at least to some extent. So ask yourself, have you tried? What knowledge do you have around this subject? What do you still need that maybe you can't do yourself, but you've done everything else up until this point and now you need to reach out for help? So really work through it on your own first because that will not only help you when you advocate for yourself, it will help you understand yourself and help you get clear on what you need in detail. Because if you start at point A and immediately ask for help, what's going to happen is that you're going to ask for help on a whole slew of things. And people won't know how to help you because there's just no direction. It's too broad, it's too general. But if you do point A, point B, point C, and then you become stuck and you need help on point D, then you can reach out. Step number five is to be respectful when you ask. And in saying so, be respectful, but also have authority. You need to have a certain level of authority for people to take you seriously. And that's kind of something I learned the hard way because I always wanted to be polite. I always wanted to be kind. I doubted my own self-knowledge at times because of my age, because of my lack of perhaps experience or educated knowledge per se. But like I said at the beginning, I am the expert on myself. So if I'm going to advocate for myself, you better believe that I know myself better than anyone else. And what I'm saying is the truth for me. What I need help with is truly what I need help with. Because I did all the steps up until this point on my own, and now I need help. So I'm going to ask for help respectfully, but with authority so that people know that I am speaking the truth and I will not take no for an answer because I am ready to get the help that I deserve. And that comes back to accepting, step number one, accepting that you need help or that you have to ask for more help or you want to ask for that promotion or whatever it may be because you believe that that's what you deserve. You believe that you are enough. And that is so, so important. So let's review those things really quickly. Step one, accept that you need help or you need more help. Two, Understand what exactly you need in detail so that you can communicate it clearly and get the outcome you truly desire. Step three, learn what help is available to you and who you need to reach out to 
find that help. Step four, work on when to ask. Make sure you've used your self-determination so that you are taken seriously when you do advocate for yourself. And step five, always advocate respectfully but with authority. We need to be taken seriously no matter your age, no matter your education, whatever it may be. You know yourself better than anyone else. You know what you deserve and you know that you are worth it. You know that you are enough. And I want you to tell yourself that over and over and over again until you believe it. Because I know that it's, that is what is true for you. And now you just have to see it for yourself. One last little note that I want to make is that it is really important in self-advocacy to know your rights and know your responsibilities. So the rights come back to making sure that you've done your research, making sure that you've tried everything, that you have the knowledge and that you're ready to move forward because especially if you were like me when I began and you lack any kind of authority, if you don't feel confident in backing up what you're saying with either your personal experience, like examples of things that have happened or that you've done, all those sorts of things, if you don't have that prepared in your mind, people will be less willing to help you. So know your rights, get really clear And then also take responsibility. Take responsibility for what you've done, for what you can do, and ask for help accordingly because that can be so important. And I want to leave you with one little example just to kind of consolidate everything for you. And my, I think my biggest example um, was really when I was originally diagnosed with my generalized anxiety disorder. I was diagnosed in grade 12. I was in high school and I started having panic attacks during my exams. Um, and I had probably struggled with anxiety for most of my life, to be honest, but I never really had come to terms with it Until that moment when I was sitting in my exam, my cycling automatic negative thoughts took over. I began to cry. My body started to shake and I couldn't breathe. And I was so scared. And that's when I knew something was wrong. And so right then and there, I knew I needed to ask for help. And I said, I need to be tested. I can't get through my exams, I'm struggling, I study, I know the material, but I panic and I don't have enough time to finish the test, so I'm getting B minuses when really my knowledge is an A plus. So my grades weren't reflecting what I knew and I became so frustrated. And so I really had to push at the time to get the help I needed. And eventually they brought in a psychiatrist from the school board. They tested me and sure enough, I was automatically through a lot of testing, but right away is my point, diagnosed with a generalized anxiety disorder. And no one was going to recognize that for me. I had to step up and say, this is not normal to me. Something is off. I am struggling and I need help. And as a perfectionist, that was so hard for me to admit. And at the time, I didn't even know really what was going on. I just knew 
that I was getting B minuses and I in my in my brain my answers my knowledge was a material I had studied I'd worked my butt off I knew and there was a disconnect that was happening and no one else could see it no one else was living it there's tons of kids in high school that get B minuses and that's just their grade level but for me I knew I that my knowledge base was greater and my grade wasn't reflecting what I knew so something was wrong but that's what I mean when you have to know yourself because if I didn't know and I I didn't believe that I was an A plus student I wouldn't have recognized how severe that B minus really was and what that meant on a mental health level for me and so I'm getting really passionate as I speak about this because Self-advocacy is something that didn't always come naturally or easy to me, but it's something that has helped me so tremendously, and I really think it has the power to change your life in so many ways. And it is a tool that you that you really need more than ever in a world that we can just go into a medical doctor's office and automatically take their word for something. I don't believe in that. You need to do your research. You need to know that your own intuition, your own inner knowing is more powerful than anyone's education. And so often that may be a hard pill for the person on the receiving end for them to swallow because their ego will come into play like, oh, I went to school for like eight plus years. I know everything. I've memorized. I did the work. But no matter how much they learned, and I'm not discrediting them to any avail, but what I'm saying is that no one will ever know you better than you'll know yourself. So I really hope my goal in this episode was to inspire you to sit with yourself, to know yourself, and to motivate you to advocate for yourself because no one else will do it for you. Not only because... Maybe they're not willing to, or maybe because they're focused on themselves, but because they can't to the level that you can. No one can advocate for you the way you can advocate for yourself. So take charge. Trust in yourself. You deserve it. You are enough. And so I know that this was quite general, But these steps can be applied to anything that you would like to advocate for yourself around. So I hope that you can really begin to apply these into your life. If you have any questions about them or unsure about any of the steps or how to implement them properly, please feel free to reach out to me. You can um, direct message me on Instagram at the Wise Mind Podcast. I will definitely answer you um, and give you a little chat back. And I hope you guys have a great week. I hope that there's something that sparked a little something in you, perhaps a little thought-provoking, as that's always what I try to aim for. And I hope you guys have a lovely, lovely week. It was so wonderful talking to you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating and review because it helps other people find our podcast, and I would love our, our mission to reach so many more people that would just light up my world. So if you could do that for me, that would mean so great. You can even just screenshot this episode, share it on your Instagram story, tag us so more people hear about it. That would be wonderful. Lots of love, guys. Until next week. Take care. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to the Wise Mind Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would go leave an honest review on iTunes and let us know what you would like to hear more of. And don't forget to dive into our show notes at www.thewisemindpodcast.com. Until next time, I wish you all the happiness, health, and healing. Lots of love.